Vulgar Tech, I think we're on episode 13. Lucky number. Lucky 13. Uh, lucky 13th episode. Um, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a hot minute. Um, Not as hot between 11 and 12, or 10 and 11, but, you know. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're getting slightly better at this, <laughs> you know. Uh, regularly regular. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's funny when you think about it because, you know, we, we live in a in a house with a studio. So really we together, should be there's together no, actually. Yeah, exactly. So it, there's really no reason we shouldn't be doing this weekly except that we're both lazy and yep, that we are and or busy, you know. So uh, apologies for that. Uh, but we're going to we're going to get right into it. Uh, one of the big things that's happened is uh, we've give it's 2017 now. Yeah. Um I don't know if you wanted to uh, if you do remember any of your predictions? Uh, f- the, of what will happen in 2017? Yeah, in in a in a technical sense, from from in the tech uh, world. Yeah, I do remember. I had one big one, which was I thought this was. I said this is the year that we're probably going to get some kind of uh, autonomous vehicle that's like that's sold as an autonomous vehicle. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Um, I, I get, that could happen still. I mean, you know, it's, I think it'll be it's like too a early. big rig. I think that's what it'll be. Okay. Like an 18-wheeler. But I do think that sometime in 2017 they'll be like, and they're rolling out the first autonomous, sold-to-be-autonomous vehicle. That's a maybe. I don't know. It seems, you know, because you haven't heard, usually by now you'd hear a whisper. You know what I mean? Uh, The closest thing to it, there is a company named Nikola, kind of like Nikola Tesla, only Tesla's already taken, called Nikola, that's making a hydrogen fuel cell truck with a range of 1,200 miles. That's pretty good. Um, for a, But they're aiming for a 2020 release. And um, it doesn't actually say whether or not it will be um, autonomous. Um, so... Um, I just yeah. don't know the point anymore for non-autonomous big rigs. It's You're finally coming around on that, are you? Well, I think that because I've realized that uh, to have an autonomous big rig, there still has to be someone in the cab. That doesn't eliminate the need for someone to be in the cab. So there's still somebody with a job. We're not eliminating a job here. For the purposes of what? Just in case shit. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, you always – What's someone around? Just I mean, in it's case it's a different guy wrong. that it's a different guy that unloads, loads and unloads the truck, right? Yeah, it's a the driver doesn't. Do no, that, well, no. so the driver assists with that and oversees that, just depending on what he's hauling. I had a friend; uh, her, her dad uh, drove a big rig hauling uh, vehicles, it's like auction sites, right, right, around, and he did all the loading and unloading himself. Well, that's a little easier. Yeah, a little, obviously, much much kinda, easier. Put a chain on a thing, push a button, yeah. wait till it pops up. All right, put a chain on another one. Yeah, et cetera, exactly. Et it was um, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, the only thing I think, honestly, I think the only reason that there would be a human in it would be for accountability. For like, yeah, 
whatever your ship that's the reason trucks have way stations and shit you yeah. know what i mean to make sure that like okay it, it says there's twelve thousand pounds of stuff on this truck and there is twelve thousand yeah. yeah there's twelve thousand you know and three ounces or whatever i don't know how accurate it gets probably gotta the, the, be those scales are very very accurate fractions of a pound because but you'd think speaking of that friend we had a time where he hit a way station i was with them because we were going to vegas uh and he was i think like 300 pounds over Hmm. Something like that. So we popped one of the cars off the back, and I followed him in it for like twenty miles, and then he just put it back on. Hmm. Hmm. So there are some. Now that's easier with a car hauler that you could do that. Obviously, if you're you know big box truck and it's overweight, you can't take a few couches off and you right right carry him down the road a little bit. Well, further. the I, I, the idea is, I, I guess, so that you know the truck isn't too light, so nothing was stolen, and it's not too heavy, so nothing was added after the fact. So I'm sure they get pretty accurate. I wonder to what degree they give that much of a shit. Well, the weight has more to do with the safety of the vehicle itself than anything else. Oh, I yeah. would figure it was it was about accountability. No, it's it's about the fact that uh, you know if you're if you're going down a steep grade, yeah, and you need to slow down, and you're over a certain weight, those brakes, and you have all that weight behind you. That's how you hear about those jackknifes. That's how that happens. Yeah. You're going downhill and you have to brake too fast and the trailer doesn't you don't think want that, to You don't stop think there's any auditing involved in that though? As far as like making sure that it matches what it left the factory as? I mean there's probably something around there also I would imagine. for accountability. But I know the main reason is I, I get what I'm what I'm thinking is what what I'm saying is like for all the ways that people smuggle drugs, surely there's a big rick with that's filled with heroin. Oh yeah, no, that's you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? So that is the safest prediction you can make in the world. Right, somewhere in America, right now, there is a big rig stacked to the gills with heroin. Right. So if you have an autonomous vehicle and you pull it over, let's suppose that's a thing. Let's, I've, I'll bet. I'll bet. A, I'll bet that's a thing. I'm not real sure. No one's ever actually discussed that, honestly, weirdly enough. The computer gets a virus and it's weaving back and forth on the road? Is that? <laughs> I mean, nobody, nobody discusses whether or not police are even able to pull over a self-driving car. That's a good question. I, I've never even thought about that. Right now, there are none without a human in, inside. So if a cop went, woo, then the human would take over and pull off to the side. Even though they're otherwise not driving at all, having, you know, enjoying a good book or whatever they're doing. Um... So, yeah, what I'm saying is if there was no human involved and you were to, able to pull over an autonomous uh, truck, then uh, it, it's filled with heroin. Uh, who do you arrest, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's weird, though, because as far as, like, why they'd pull them over, it's like by the three laws of robotics, wouldn't a robot – it would be physically incapable of breaking the traffic laws <coughs> right. of our country unless – I, well, so far, no robot has those laws. So, I, th I mean, I thought those were just kind of like that's not basically programmed in. Like, don't kill people. I, I would think we would program robots not to kill people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in an autonomous car, it's very much a "don't kill people" rule is <laughs> in effect. Yes, absolutely. Um, if person is in road, avoid hitting person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or any obstruction. Yeah. It's it's don't hit anything. But I'm saying other than that, there's no – the other laws are not are – not because we don't really – but we don't have robots standing robots, you know, still yeah. as yeah. as assistants. I know you can't wait so you can fuck it. 
Fine. <laughs> well, as soon as there's a cool piece of technology, I wait till we turn it into something we could fuck. Right. Gotcha. Uh, any other predictions that you can think of? Um. Oh, I. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think that. Uh, I. I think we. I don't think the 2017 will be the end, but I think 2017 is going to be the beginning of the end of Apple Pay. Really? Yeah. I think that I think that, and I don't think it's Apple's fault. I think it's everyone else's fault. I think they introduced a really cool idea, and then everyone was like, "We want to do our own version of it." And whereas when Apple Pay first came out, you could use it anywhere that there was a chip reader. Mm-hmm. Now, like if you go to CVS, you can't use Apple Pay. If you yeah. go to Target, you can't use Apple Pay because they all have their own programs that you have to go through. And I think that uh, I, I just I think too many people are in the way of them, and I think that. They might just kind of go. Well, yeah, because what they what they want is being able to track purchases stuff. And Apple Apple Pay is very strictly like we've got a huge security wall in place. Nobody tracks anything. Yeah, and that's that's what's great for consumers. But the companies are like, but 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 we want to track them. So in the so so it's they're putting their own system in this place because they're like, oh, you like contactless payments? Cool. If you're already used to doing that, yeah, great. We're on board with that. But yeah, you got to use our system. But what's weird is that I don't I don't actually know I know that they have contactless payments at CVS and I know that they don't use Apple Pay. What I don't know is whether or not there's an app on my phone I can use to interact with there their is. thing. I, 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 I'm almost sure there is. I'm sure, but it, it they don't there's no advertising of it. You know no, I mean? none. It, they, <laughs> not very. They're not doing a very good job of uh, evangelizing whatever this new system that they're trying to do is. Yeah. Wells Fargo just announced that. Next month, you'll be able to Apple Pay at the ATM. Yeah, I saw that. But to me, I go with something like that. If I get up to the ATM, it's almost easier for me to put my card in than to open my phone, double click, find the card that I need, and scan. Right. It's kind of a little bit easier to just pop the card in. Well, yeah, but if you if you set up your watch with just one card, the one that you'd be most likely to use it at ATM, then you could just do that with your yeah, watch. Yeah, but for someone like me, it's like I have my personal account, then I have my business account, so there's multiples. Yes, well, most people aren't you, <laughs> so most people would probably welcome the idea that, you know, they can they can use Apple Pay at the ATM, I would imagine. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I you would know. imagine, but I feel like eventually banks will do the same thing that CVS did and just go, oh, just get our app. And you'll do it through our app. Yeah, everybody wants to fucking just download our app. I've already yeah. got 400 apps. I don't need more. <laughs> just download our app. Fuck you. But yeah, I could see it being the beginning of the end. Okay. That's, an inter- that's be- a weird prediction. It's a weird prediction. I know that one's out there. It'll probably be wrong. But I just think that I think that a lot of companies are getting in the way of a good thing. Yeah, they don't, they don't like that they can't track people. Well, it's, you know, Apple kind of keeps their morality, which is weird for a business of their size but well, you know it it's there's an old uh, adage well not that old but old in internet years um that if if the company doesn't charge you for the product then you are the product yeah i remember you've said that one to me many times before yeah so that's the standard behind google facebook stuff like that is yeah it's free because you're the product you're the yeah you're the thing being sold. You're being sold to advertisers. The the customer is the advertiser, not you. You're 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 a product uh, yes. that's being sold to the advertiser. For instance, uh, recently Google uh, 
has opened up some advertising things with YouTube uh, to advertisers and things like that. And advertisers are getting upset that their ads are appearing on and around videos that don't mesh with their core mission or some shit. So Google has been like, okay, we'll allow you to pick so on and so forth. In the last – since they did that a week ago, uh, I've gotten four emails now about six or seven of my videos that are no longer eligible for advertising. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, we've got in the last. I feel like it's in the last two weeks that Facebook started rolling out. You know, if you're watching a video that's scrolling through your newsfeed, all of a sudden an ad will pop up in it. It'll stop playing the video you were watching, yeah, play yeah. an ad, and then go back to the video you were watching. That's a that's a new thing. Yeah, yeah. But because Apple makes their money with cash money, <laughs> uh, they don't have they they one time had, the money. They dollar had dollar bills. Well, <laughs> Cash yes. rules everything around me. And Apple as well. Korea. <laughs> um, uh, they did have iAds in like iOS 4, I think. iOS 4 or iOS 5. They had iAds, which was an advertising platform that you could use in your apps and things like that. Um, I think four people used it. And then <laughs> – because Apple doesn't know ads. Is that Apple, like me being one of the six people in Los Angeles who had ESPN 3D for the fucking six months that it was on TV? Probably, I yeah. did. I had ESPN 3D because mm. I was just waiting for when Monday Night Football would be in 3D. And three months before the first game was supposed to be televised, they're like, ah, you know, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> nobody's sus- subscribing to the channel. I'm like, I was. <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> one fucking thing. For one thing. I paid $5 <laughs> a month for 12 months to have it pulled right before I was going to. If there's anybody who's going to jump on 3D, if it were a thing, would have been uh, the WWE anyway. So. You know, I thought that I thought that sports was where it was finally. Cause I, the movies, I was like, yeah, it's fun to see in a movie in 3D, whatever. I uh, They broadcast a few college games in 3D. Mm. And I thought that finally 3D had found the medium it needed to really pick up as far as a home something people would do in their home because mm-hmm. sports is so much about the three dimension watching a football player toe the line as he's is he inbounds you already out of have bounds. a podcast for this subject yeah right? i know but i i, I really <laughs> i thought that was where 3d was going to pick up yeah uh no no i i mean i called it when when everybody was jumping on 3d whatever it was for that for that summer yeah uh, it was a big I, summer i recall before it, just as it was ramping up there, I told everybody. I was like, this will be dead in a year. In a year, no one will talk about 3D anymore. We have a 3D television in our kitchen. We've never used the 3D function yeah, on it. It's and, and we our projector can do 3D. Yeah, we didn't buy the glass. But it's $180 a glass. So fuck that. Oh, yeah. The one in our kitchen is the ones that just like the movie theater glasses. Yeah, yeah. On. And I, I, what I don't understand is like, you know, uh, there was, was some vampire movie or Valentine's movie or some shit like that that was in 3D. Came with glasses and everything. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, the box set that I have, came with. Yeah, yeah. Also came with 3D glasses for the last ten minutes of the last movie. The uh, um, th- it, one of the it, Batman games. Uh, I want to say uh, n- the one after Asylum. Goth- uh, Ar- Arkham City. Arkham City. I think Arkham City. You could buy with a pair of 3D glasses, right? And so play the game in 3D. It was. It's always been confusing me. Like, well, wait a minute. If the Blu-ray player is 3D and then the projector is 3D and then the, what? Which glasses do I use? And what if the DVD has its own? It's so fucking stupid and confusing. Uh, anyway, 
getting way off track. Uh, the point is, uh, Apple doesn't uh, is not beholden to advertisers. They don't understand advertisers uh, as per their attempt at iAds all those years ago. They don't understand advertisers. They don't have a relationship with advertisers. Uh, it's just not in their fucking wheelhouse. So it's kind of a good thing for us, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good thing because uh, you don't you don't have to worry about that on an Apple device. That you know, like Windows 10 has ads built into the fucking cert, like into your home screen. And it's like, what? What are you doing? Like, I'm just trying to find my files. I don't need to know a, a good price on Cialis right now. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I thought um, you always need a good price on Cialis. <laughs> maybe you do. I don't. Maybe maybe I should be upset that there's not more. I mean, the closest was. I uh, mean, it gets you hard when you want to be hard, not like that shitty Viagra that just gets you hard immediately and then you're hard for the next three hours. I don't know how any of them work, honestly. I'll have to look into it, but um. <laughs> <laughs> there was for a very brief time in uh, in the macOS nine days. It might even have been the macOS eight days. Actually, I'm not remembering correctly. I think it was macOS nine. The the the, the system wide search was called Sherlock. I remember that. Yeah, and the first or second version of it had an a- area for banner ads. Ooh. Yeah, so you did actually have advertising on your desktop. That's annoying. Yeah, but it was only, you know, while you were searching. And Sherlock was its own application. It wasn't like an OS ten when you search you're yeah, searching yeah. with Spotlight. Yeah, you had to open Sherlock it. and then search through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So if you did the normal you know, there was other ways to search, you know. Yeah. But that now was, it's spotlight. Yeah, yeah, spotlight. And now it's system wide, your command space and voila, you're yeah. You're up and running. Well it used to be command space. Maybe I need to be in Finder for that. Yeah, oh, now it's popping up. See, my fucking laptop is slow as shit. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. Anyway, um, so, uh, okay, those are two predictions down. I've got a few weird ones uh, myself, uh, and I'm already like, oh, these are just these are just not going to go. So what, the spinning beach ball? Really? <laughs> really? Gonna spin? I have two apps open. You're going to spin the fucking beach ball? Um, mine are all real dumb. Uh, Moo Mimo. As I, I, I was suspecting that we'd call it Moo Mimo. That was the other thing. Or just Mimo. Uh, and that's uh, basically mesh network uh, Wi-Fi um, would be the way forward. And, and that would just be how, you know, people would only buy routers that set up mesh networks. I was for sure that was going to be like a thing. Um, it's still kind of there, but it's not. Nobody gives that much of a shit. I think everybody's got a router, so they're like, whatever. Or they get it through their ISP. What are the or, benefits, though? Um, less configuration is a big one. Um, they all work together as one network, a mesh network, as opposed to what we have right now. We have two different routers where your your device ideally would be able to swap between the two routers pretty seamlessly, and it kind of works. But then you've got the 5 gigahertz uh, one, and then you've got the... Um, standard standard one whatever you've got I think it's G and uh, E or G and C something like that I I don't remember Um, but uh, so those don't swap uh, seamlessly either you have to manually change those yeah you know Um, with a with a Moo Mimo um, it's uh, it's just a blanket of Wi-Fi essentially and it automatically configures for whatever device is connected to it so your device takes five gigahertz and uh, signal strong enough where you're at. Cool, there you go. That's we got it handled for you, kind of thing. Okay. They have um, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a there's a pretty big one right now, and the starter pack with like 
three pods essentially is like I think three or four hundred dollars, which is kind of expensive to set up a fucking router. You know, normal router is eighty bucks all day. Uh, but but that's future proofing yourself a little bit. I mean, future proofing so. always costs more money. Yeah, if we put a pod by the front door. Uh, one in the middle of the living room and one in the kitchen, we would not have a dead spot anywhere on our property. Like all the way to the backyard, we would be fine. Huh. That would It would blanket the entire like huge range. We wouldn't need three pods, but if we had three pods, that's what we could do. And it would We're going to have to change this show from Vulgar Tech to Mitch Sells Alex shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mitch convinces Alex, hey, here's a cool tech thing we could buy for the house. <laughs> well, when I, when I move back to Hollywood... Uh, I'll, I'll get a new router, but I don't know if y'all want to deal with the routers we currently have. So that might be a good purchase for yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Because it's it, you can figure it on your phone. Not only are you future-proofing, but you're stupid-proofing, which is an even better thing. Right. So I was expecting that... I'm going to have to change the, the name of the network so that when you're not living here, it, the, the network isn't still named after you. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. You could do that with a, a Moo Mimo. Um, we'll start talking about 8K television sets, and 4K will just be the new 1080p. I'm kind of right about the 4K part of it. Yeah, I mean, Every TV is 4K now. I, you know... You, you can't even find a 1080p TV, but nobody's talking about 8K yet. I don't know if that one's going to be true, because I think... Because most people have said we've reached the point now where the definition is so fine that... The human, uh, the human eye on a on even a fifty five inch television, which is a pretty big TV. Most, I don't think most people have a fifty five inch, unless I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because it's like I was at Fry's recently and I couldn't find a TV smaller than fifty five. Yeah, yeah, I, well, a forty five. I still like is still like the standard big screen. Like I don't the, know. The yeah, starter I, don't know. I mean, maybe like your your main TV in your living room. I think probably. I don't know to say the average. I don't. I don't think the average person has a flat panel of any kind. Mm. But I don't know. I mean. But the, the, the if, if you're talking like average in Los Angeles, yes, probably the average Los Angelino has a 55 inch somewhere in their house or yeah, apartment. But that being said, on a 55 inch TV, the human eye can't tell the difference between uh, 1080p and 4K. 1080p and 4K. I mean, barely between 1080p and 4K. Between 4K and 8K, you cannot. The human eye can't see. I think they said the screen has to be over 13 feet. Which yeah. we have a projection screen that's 10 feet. Yeah. So that means even on our screen, we would not be able to tell the difference between 4K and 8K. Right. And also, uh, cable TV still isn't, like direct TV still is, what is there, two channels that do even 4K? I don't yeah, know. I, I, you know if. Netflix has like two shows that broadcast in 4K. One, one of the, but it's weird because I heard the they Marvel make you shows. submit in 4K. Like everybody submits to them in 4K, even though they don't necessarily broadcast it in 4K. Yeah, they're just getting ready. You know what I mean? They know where the puck is going. Yeah, they, um, they're skating to where the puck's going, not where it is. But you're also, I mean, you're you're beholden to your ISP. Will they let you deliver 4K over it? Uh, we got our our um, our connection gets an A rating from Netflix, so that's good. So we theoretically could do 4K. We absolutely if we had could. a 4K, but we don't have 4. I mean. For being the tech junkies that we are, we don't. Yeah, we don't do 4K in this house. It's uh, you can check for yourself on Fast.com. Weirdly enough, that's the name of Netflix's uh, speed test, and it'll it'll give you a little. Uh, oh, Jesus, everything's slow. I was about to say, I don't think that you're. I don't, I don't think you want to try that on your slow ass computer right why now. Why the hell is it so slow? <laughs> it was fucking fine last week. Okay, so um, yeah, it's it. 
it's funny because we jumped right over 2K. There was no discussion of 2K. No, none. I mean, I remember when I heard about 2K back in probably 2005, 2006, and I heard about 2K, 4K, and 8K, and they were like, 8K is theoretical, 2K is kind of catching on in Japan, 4K is another 10 years away, and here we are 10 years later, and sure enough. Um, but yeah, no, no mention of 2K. It was just like, why bother? Stop gap. Fuck it. Go 4K. <laughs> um, I... Um, my prediction, I, I, I stand behind this. I feel really strongly about this one. VR will continue to languish in obscurity at the cost of entry and complex of entry. will keep it out of the hands of standard consumers. Hmm. I mean, I will say this. VR is getting more of a push than I think 3D even got. I don't know about that. It's hard to say because it's not like... No, yeah, no, I would say, I mean, you can't really compare the two. Porn gave up on 3D much faster than they're giving up on VR. Oh, well, obviously, porn wants VR badly, yes, because that's a, uh, that's a write one cell anywhere kind of thing. Because if I, if I write like a, if I make a virtual, uh, let's use our buddy Stoya, if I make a virtual Stoya that you can, that you can buy, like I make it once, I'm done. I can cash out and go home. <laughs> but if you want to fuck virtual Stoya, I'm going to charge you. Yeah. That's the, I mean, that's a, a porn could be king again. <laughs> I mean. Well, but that goes once again to, uh, you know, not an old saying, but old in the terms of internet. Uh, how goes porn? How goes the industry? Sure. I mean, the film industry has followed porn quite a bit. And now you've got, we were just at the, me and, me and my wife were at Six Flags yesterday. And I'd almost forgotten now they have a roller coaster there that, you know, when you sit down in the seat, they put the shoulder straps over you and they give you a VR headset and you're like fighting aliens in a jet fighter while you're on the roller coaster and you can look around and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. I saw a video of that. Yeah. You know, it's Is it neat. We didn't get on that one. Oh, okay. well, uh, we, never mind. That, that was the plan for next time was to do that one. Right, but, right, uh, right. Yeah, well, it worries me a little bit because I, I don't get motion sickness, but there are some things that I hear about like that that I'm like, I don't get motion sick, but I feel like if I did, that would be where it happened. That might be the trigger, right? Like that might be it. Well, I just I, – I'm not saying uh, something like that as far as – and there's also uh, those places that set up huge uh, warehouses and have like, v, you know, like VR playgrounds essentially. That kind of thing I could see – kind of taking off being like sort of like laser tag you know what i mean in a sense um i could see that i'm saying for the home user the home consumer i don't think vr is i think it will languish in obscurity for quite a while if if maybe forever because the setup and the cost is just too prohibitively high on both but isn't the goal basically that they're trying to turn every single cell phone into a VR system? That you just pop it into a machine and it's now it's a V like that doesn't make it very expensive because then all you need is the headset. Well, I mean, we're a, we're a long the, the amount of processing power that's required for VR is because isn't every Samsung phone now theoretically a VR headset? Uh, the Samsung quote unquote VR does things like you've seen those. I've shown you those YouTube three sixty videos and shows. yeah, yeah, that's what you can do with them. But as far as actual VR, the processing power is way too high. Even right now, you need a fucking – the tower I just built like two weeks ago in my room is underpowered for VR. And I have a 4-gig VRAM fucking 
graphics card with four fucking fans. Yeah, I saw how big that fucking thing is. Thing's fucking insane. Uh, And yet it's underpowered for VR. Hmm. Like, you know, that's the whole thing. And uh, that's just too much. You know, like pre-built VR systems that like uh, Alienware and shit like that sell are like five grand or some shit. It's absurd. And then, you know, then you got to pay for the – each headset is – 500 bucks or some shit like that on its own so hmm. it's weird to me that facebook bought oculus i will never make sense to me i mean i'm sure one day it will they'll un- unleash some master plan but as it stands i don't understand that purchase that has never made sense to me well they do i mean now a lot of time i see a lot of people posting those like 360 pictures on facebook now those ones where you click and yeah, but look around is a little it worth bit spending whatever 1.2 billion dollars so that oh that's kind of neat like that's the extent of those. Oh, that's kind of neat. I mean, now it it doesn't make sense. I think until you look at like the way businesses are running nowadays, they just kind of throw a bunch of money at something that who knows if if you're if you really think that you could be in business for a hundred years, mm. you know, does owning this ten years from now benefit you? I think that's kind of the way they think about it. That'd be now. another weird thing that Apple doesn't do. They have all of the money in the world and they do not buy they don't make big purchases. No, they don't. They don't buy big companies. I mean they no, they, but they, they buy they, smaller ones. They buy a shitload of like probably uh, I'd say once a month they act they do some kind of acquisition of a smaller kind of or un, or obscure Things like that. Things yeah, but you haven't I, heard I of. feel like you would agree with this. They don't buy big. Com- they don't buy companies and make huge purchases, but they do steal a lot of executives from big oh, companies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That, yeah. So I think that's their version. Like going, oh, rather than you know buying this company, I'll buy the guy who's coming up with the great ideas for this company. Right. They bought a shitload of Tesla. Um, yeah. Tax developers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think two executives. So yeah. Uh, but they buy like a lot of uh, – they'll buy a lot of uh, uh, technologies. Like if somebody makes a really neat app and Apple's like, hey, we like that. They'll buy the company and then it's just a part of their OS. Yeah, you, you talked about that a few uh, times. Very recently, like last week, maybe even earlier this week, uh, there's a company that makes some kind of automation software for both iOS and macOS. And I'm I'm with uh, Jonathan Gruber of Daring Fireball. Um iOS automation would it seems odd to me, and I would be like, I'll just do that when I get back to a Mac. Like um, OS 10 automation stuff, I'm, that makes sense. But this is an automation thing for iOS, and Apple just bought them. And weirdly enough, the app uh, stayed on the store. Usually when they buy a, a company like that, app goes away immediately. The app is still on the store, and it's free now, as opposed to, I think it was like five bucks before. Hmm. So I might have to try that out. I don't really know what the hell I would do. And my last prediction was that Twitter will finally get purchased, and I put in parentheses, I will be wrong about this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're just so sure they want to sell? They were, I mean, I hate to say it, uh, I think the Drumster fire accidentally saved them. They were very close to just being worthless, like mid-last year, mid-summer of 2016. Didn't Disney want to buy them? <laughs> yeah, there was talks. But, you know, then then you got people like the Drumster Fire and his fucking lunatic squad that go after people on Twitter every time you say something positive. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, how... You can't be Disney and do that. For, for better or worse, <coughs> and... 
in this case worse. Uh, we've never had a line uh, that was so open to the president of the United States in our history, where it's like every thought that comes into his brain could yeah. be on our phone as he's having it. Yeah. And he has the thoughts a lot and puts them up there. Yeah. You know, he thinks faster than he types like for, for how much. And I I used to give uh, Obama a lot of credit for being or rather he types faster than he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> I used to give Obama a lot of credit for you know the fact that he did have a social media. He kind of started the whole politicians having a social media game. Yeah. Yeah. And playing on that and, you know, came up with the POTUS Twitter account, which mm-hmm. he gave to Donald Trump and Donald Trump chose not to use. No, uh, his office uses it to spread the propaganda. Yeah, he likes to make his rants on his own. Yeah, Twitter account. But we we uh, I don't think he knows how to set up multiple Twitter accounts <laughs> on his phone. I gotta be. I I sincerely doubt. Uh, I honestly, I'm not sure that he knows what Twitter is. If I can be, it's just a theory because the man's never owned a computer. Well, and also he you've doesn't. Never, you've never seen a photo of Donald Trump touching a keyboard. He also doesn't follow anybody. So, I think you know he follows. Uh, he follows all he of follows his, like eight people. He follows all of his properties. I, I will check his right, properties and his kids are what he follows. I'm going to check right now, but I I do not believe he's following over twenty people. Probably not, but he follows the Twitter accounts of his properties. So, yeah, I, in that way, yeah, he kind of doesn't understand what it is because he's not reading what anybody is posting. He's just – he's basically screaming into the void. Right. And then that's it. He's done, a few, he's done a few replies back in the day. I mean, you know, with Jon Stewart and things like that. But usually even then, he's not really replying. He's just kind of yelling and – Oh, no, pardon me. He's following 43 people. Not people, accounts. 43 accounts, sorry. 43 accounts. Because, again, most of those are Twitter accounts for his properties. Yeah, that's true. The White House is one of them. Yeah. Uh, Rance Priebus, Kellyanne Conway, Dan. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah. But no, you're I right. Did, Trump Organization, Trump Golf. Yes. Drudge Report. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Of course he follows the Drudge Report. <laughs> of course. Fox Nation. Of course. There's, there's not going to be any surprises in there. You're not going to find out that, you know. Like, Bernie Sanders. No, that's a joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so, yeah, like midsummer, they were, they, it, was, it was not looking good. There was a lot of talk of them getting purchased. They were making a lot of fucking weird decisions um, that. There was one that they 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 turned on for like ten minutes and then turned off, which which was no longer showing your timeline in chronological order, but by popularity. Yeah, that was terrible. And uh, it was it was I think one day it was up, and they were like, "Okay, fine, Jesus Christ, you guys." And you know, there's been talk of uh, longer tweets and stuff like that. I mean, it's funny because. Uh, well, so many people now, it's like if they're going, oh, I need to put a big post on Twitter, but it's too long. They write it in their notes, take a screenshot, right. and then – Well, there's another the one. People yeah. do threads because you can now reply to yourself and it'll tack on to that tweet. What's, mm-hmm. a, what's nice about it is that means that if you expand the tweet, you'll see all the tweets. What's fucked up about that because it's goddamn Twitter and they can't seem to do anything right is anybody who replies to any of those is all of a sudden in the fucking thread too. Yeah. So it's this fucking really obnoxious, you see part one of something and then five assholes and then there's part two. It's really annoying. But, uh, but if you watch Black Mirror, yeah. I, would, I would make the argument that uh, the app from Nosedive that, you know, for, for anyone who's seen the, uh, who hasn't seen the show. Yeah, this is the the first popularity time. app? Yeah, the popularity oh, yeah, app. Yeah, yeah. That's much more Facebook than it is Twitter. It's Instagram, actually. Really? Yeah, it's identical to Instagram. Huh, but 
Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, and also Instagram does. But at least Facebook has the like, love, anger, laugh. This thing. is Like true. with this Instagram, it's like or don't like. Yeah, yeah, this is true. With Facebook, you got levels of it. But the, the way that they were looking at, the way that they showed her scrolling through basically posts, they were no text posts. They were all photos or videos. Yeah, most so of them So that's where yeah, it'd be yeah. like, okay, that's just Instagram. But yes, you're right. It doesn't have the various different emotions, but it also doesn't have a rating of like one to three star or one to five stars or whatever the fuck. No, but that's the closest we have to that. Yeah, yeah. We so. should, don't go think of that Facebook didn't see that and go, you know, we should do a one through five star thing. Well, there'd been talk, Start there'd, rating there'd been talk about a, a, a uh, thumbs down button for a long time. Facebook was like, we don't want to encourage negativity. I was like, all right, fine. So they give these uh, emotions, and they they took away one of the emotions uh, at the last minute, and I don't remember which one it was. But I remember at the time I thought, oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea to keep it, but they took it away. I don't remember what the emotion was. I, mean, maybe it was I feel like it was dislike. No, no. I think it was like – I think it was actually like a laughing one or something. No, because the laughing one's still there. I don't there's, remember There's that. laughter. There's anger. There's surprise. There's sad. There's, lo- there's love and there's like. No, and there's also crying. There's oh, yeah, cry it's crying. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, when somebody's like, my dog died, and you're like, oh, better hit mm. the cry button. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's when you hit the cry button. That's when the dog dies. You're going to be like, I'm sorry about your dog. Cry button. Um, okay, so, yeah, that was that's the, that's the end of my predictions. Let's let's move. Uh, we got a lot to cover. So, um now Uber is in is I mean there's a lot to talk about with Uber and I don't want to go into all the negativity shit because uh, whatever it doesn't really matter and we're a tech show not a gossip show. Um, <clears throat> we talked about as much politics already as we're willing to talk on this show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they they they're they're in a bit of hot water all over the place. Uh, a lot of people have left. They've they've lost executives, shit like that. It's been it's been a rough couple of weeks for the Ubs. And Lyft is not exactly doing a great job of picking up the pieces that that Uber's dropping, but still. Well, yeah, Lyft doesn't really do any advertising. They're really they're they're very small in that regard. They don't they don't. It's almost like oh, there's also this other one. You know, what I mean? literally Lyft they because they've been running a small uh, ad campaign recently, but their ad campaign has basically been: Are you angry at Uber? Use us. Right. That's it. Uh, which I, I get it, but what else are you gonna do? But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I, I rode with a guy uh, who drove for both Uber and Lyft, and he said he prefers Lyft. Well, yeah, because they give you a bigger share. Yeah, and I guess they give you bonuses and shit. Yeah, like and that, they so. and they allow tipping in the app. Right, right. Which like Uber, you either hand the guy cash or I think it's like a pain in the ass if you want to tip your driver. I think they made it easier recently. I they might have made it easier recently. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I've all, I've taken. Two lifts in my life. And that's oh, no, it. I use it all the time. I, yeah. I don't, I, uh, anyway. Um, if I know I'm getting shit out. This, this is from back in October, but that's all right because it's about the future. It doesn't really matter when the fuck it was. But they unveiled back in October a uh, their vision of a flying ride share, which would be with this uh, with a series of uh, these little – very small planes, uh, jets, really, obviously, uh, mostly electric and uh, very small and apparently damn near whisper quiet. But with capable of vertical takeoff, correct? Yes, yeah, vertical uh, takeoff like and Osprey landing. the Osprey that does the rotating uh, right, rotors. Right. They're saying that you know, initially the price will probably be 
about 120 bucks a ride, but they're, it'll get down to like 20 bucks within a couple of years. And apparently Boeing's got something, some kind of small Airbus Mini that uh, Uber's like, yeah, we could buy a bunch of those. And so they have... Automated, I'm guessing? Uh, completely autonomous? No, no, actually. There would be pilots, but mostly autonomous because they're like, we need to have... We don't want... We, we can't have that many fucking people, you know, that are trained to fly a, you know, a jet. Uh, there's not a lot of those around. There's hundreds of hours of training. Yeah. So they're like, if we can get it mostly autonomous, then we can hire more pilots or, you know, obviously not hire, but, <laughs> you know, uh, allow more pilots to, uh, to uh, fly Uber for us. And there'd be two different kind of landing spots. There's a... Uh, it's called a Verta Spot and a Verta. What was it? Verta Space and a Verta Spot or something like that. I can't remember. But the one, uh, one of them is for like a single one of these jets that would be. Uh, it's it's such a small area. They're like you could you could actually use like the sides of freeways and shit like that. You know how like um, when you're getting on a, on the one one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going north from what is it the ten or. Yeah, I think it's from the 10. There's that grassy area just for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Just off to the side. That would be enough for, for a, I guess, a Verta spot. Yeah, I mean, helicopters don't need a lot of space to land. They only need the size that they are. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, their, their concern was, yeah, if they were to use helicopters, then, you know, again, you'd need people with hundreds of hours of training just to, yeah. you know, and... Uh, Verta stop and Verta port. So the Verta stop is for one. Uh, there's some pictures. You, you guys, yeah, I, I get the point. Yeah. You know, um, what, would you take a flying Uber? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm. I'm all about that's yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I. I still I, the fact that we have not poured more into flying cars is so upsetting to me. I think the reason is because there's already you know fucking. People still can't even drive yet. <laughs> We've had those for, what, 200 years? Not literally, but, well, I don't know, 100 and something year, 150 uh, yeah, years. Yeah, no, we, we, the, model, the Model T came out uh, uh, that 1910? 19, 1910, 1912, somewhere, somewhere in so there. So 120 years. Yeah, the, uh, about, yeah, over 100 years. We've yeah. had cars for over 100 years. Yeah, so we've had people have lived full, long lives in the age of vehicles. Uh, and yet, uh, still can't seem to figure that one out. Still crashing. Well, you know, you know, because here's the thing. I do you want death raining from the sky, Alex? <laughs> that's, why, that's the basic, you know. And then the other thing is, well, like, I think that it needs to be coupled with the fact. I've always had the argument that I think that people treat driving uh, like a right, not a privilege. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think people just go, oh, I'm I'm 16. I get a driver's license now. It's like no, just because you're the age that you're allowed to apply for it, it shouldn't be an easy thing to get. There are too many people driving around. Then like, how are you licensed? You're not good enough to get to drive with the rest of us who know how to do this. So I I think that it's much in that line of no, let's get flying cars. Let's make it harder for people to be allowed to you know operate them. I mean, shit. You need to you need to fly tw- uh, twenty to twenty five hours with an instructor. Uh, another forty out, forty to forty five hours by yourself before you can apply for a single engine, single prop uh, pilot's license. 
That's uh, 65 hours, I believe, is what you have to do. A mm-hmm. hundred in order to go for your like your private license, where you're you know allowed to be flying you know people around for money. I think, right? So that's why. <laughs> because and the other thing is obviously you know look if you were to hijack somebody's flying car, ah shit, we're all fucked now. Yeah, but it's harder for you to carjack me when I'm at like you know fifteen hundred feet. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying if you're if you're you know a. If you're a bank robber and you're like, oh, look, a flying car, that'll be perfect, you know, well, you're set now. And there's no there's no good way to get that out of the sky without shooting it down. And so somebody going to die. And maybe several people, maybe the guy's like, fuck it, kamikaze into the Capitol building. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Uh, yes, certainly flying cars introduce more problems, but I'm all about the flying. I, I just... No, I, I I don't mind them. I just I think that the I think that we are not ready for them until they can be automated, and then we're then we're fair good. enough. I I get that. That's you know, I, but that's, we can. I'm convinced that I think if we poured the technology, I think that's a that's a point of effort, not an inability. Yes. Well, I don't know that the ability is necessarily there yet, but who knows? I have heard that that. Uh, jumbo jet flyers, like the uh, pilots, uh, do very little. Very, very little. No, they, they don't. They. It's been. It's widely known that on a, especially anything built after I think uh, like two thousand five, any newer jet plane, uh, if the pilot never wanted to touch the uh, the throttle or the you know the yoke after basically taxing to the runway, right? He wouldn't have to. Right. So. I guess in some regard, the problem has been partially solved. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how far, you know. The, the, you'd think it'd be slightly easier uh, outside of the takeoff and landing. You'd think it'd be slightly easier because the, you don't have to worry about shit like traffic. Yeah, no, you don't. You That's... just have to worry about giant obstacles like mountains and buildings. Yeah. You know, and you're the ground. Not, yeah, but it's not an obstacle. That's that's the it's just <laughs> underneath you. You know, you're not worrying. You're not going to hit the ground. <laughs> Say that during landing, <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> even then, I, I don't think obstacle is the right word. I don't. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I don't. Hurdle. Think it, it's a hurdle. Landing is a hurdle. Okay, yeah, but the, but the the process of landing is yes, a hurdle. Yes. But I don't think that. Yeah, the, the ground is not really con- is a concern. You know, you're not. <laughs> You don't have to worry so much about the ground, I guess. Uh, anyway, yeah, so that would be neat, but I think, you know, that's 10 years. You're right. In least. an ideal circumstance, the ground is not coming at you right on. Yeah, yeah. Wait, okay, quick prediction. Uh, what comes first in Uber's arsenal? Uh, autonomous cars that pick you up or flying cars that pick you up? Autonomous cars. Yeah, that's actually that could have been one of the predictions I made for 2017. I think we'll start getting those Uber autonomous cars. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, you'd already you could already get them. I mean, anybody who's driving around in a Tesla. Yeah. Who the fuck has a Tesla that's also going, I need some extra money. I'm going to go drive Uber. Well, Tesla owners are kind of the new Prius owners. If they've got a Tesla, they'll tell you about it. (laughs) So I feel like there's going to be a few (laughs) Tesla owners out there that are like. You know, getting I in the driving for Uber just so I could tell people how yeah, awesome my exactly. car is. Exactly, like evangelical about it is what I'm saying. And you know, look, if you're leasing the fucking thing, 
thing that bothers me because you mo- could uh, you'd be you'd be uber black right off the bat. I mean, absolutely, you're in yeah. the uber black program, which is more money anyway. How pompous I that the thing the pompousness of the Tesla drivers that annoys me the most is how proud they are that they get to take an hour to sit around while their car charges at a super station where they're like instead of when I'm like wait but you got to sit around for an hour for your car to charge like man I get to sit and read a book mm. I, I I get to go to a local diner and has I'm like fucking I yeah. could fill up my tank and and then drive home and read a book there yeah yeah yeah. You I, wouldn't, but you could. I wouldn't, but, you know, unless it's a Harry Potter book, because I'm a nerd. I've but, never uh, seen you crack a book in my life. Uh, I'm not saying you haven't. Not, not none. The, I haven't read a book in a couple of years. <coughs> it has been a while since I've picked up a book. All right. Uh, Amazon announced in December this uh, idea of the Amazon Go, just walk out shopping. Um there was a theory for a little while, in fact, that they were going to be the ones to buy all the Radio Shacks. Huh. And uh, people, you know, the, the, the theory was, well, they'll buy all the Radio Shacks, and then that'll be sort of one of their distribution centers. It's just sort of, oh, you can go. Now, this has nothing to do with that, or maybe it does. They didn't buy them, as far as I know, but there was a theory that they would and things like that. One thing that they did do, and I'm, I'm not sure if you've seen I've never used it, but I'm sure it works great is the Amazon Locker thing that they've done with 7-Eleven. Yeah, I've seen that. It's weird that they partnered with 7-Eleven, of all people. But 7-Eleven would be the place that you'd put fucking lockers because they got everything else. Yeah, but seven, there's 7-Elevens everywhere. That's why it's a, not a bad idea. Well, but they're also a, they're also the weirdest convenience store. Very yeah. few of them are gas stations, first of all. <laughs> like, it's rare to find a 7-Eleven that's also a gas yeah, station. Yeah, yeah. But they also just have the weirdest shit there. You know, it's, I, when I was a kid, 7-Elevens had an arcade in the back. Jeez, jeez. Yeah. I was like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd hang out at the 7-Eleven for the arcade. But still, it's weird that, you know, it's weird that they did that. Cause, but is know. this just walk out shop? Because I've always kind of wondered how, with like a supermarket, how could it not, if you're, if you're regi- let's say I'm registered with Ralph's. I'm like, okay, they've got my card number, sure. and they they know when I walk. Like if I, if it's on my phone, I right, walk into right. the store, and they're like, all right, you're in the store. Yeah, and then I put all the stuff in my cart, and it all has a little RF chip on it. Sure. And as I walk out the door, it goes, Bloop. all right, we got all the stuff that you have purchase. Yeah, that's essentially the idea. There would be no humans working at the Amazon Go. Well, actually, there would be because they have, somebody's got a stock. Somebody's got a stock. Yeah, although. You know, if there's anybody who's got robots that know how to stock, it's Amazon. So maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, but the yeah, the basic idea is that you would just go and you'd grab your stuff off the shelf, and you'd sort of unlock the item with your with your account. You'd be like, I need a piece of bread, boom, or a loaf of bread, not a piece of bread. I need a loaf of bread or whatever, and you go boom, and then it would open or whatever the fuck. It would unlock somehow or or something, and then you'd just put it in your bag, fucking off you go. See, I would love that for a grocery store, though. If I could just walk in, put everything in my cart, and as I'm walking out, my phone just bings and goes, okay, this is how much you're charging you. Is that okay? And I hit yes, and then I'm like, all right, cool, leave. Yeah, it would be great. It would be great. Um, So just kind of perusing the video here to show the basic idea. Um, Guy is grabbing stuff. Looks like a burrito of some kind. Oh, he scanned it as he was walking out. Yeah. All right, so... Okay, so it so is what I'm talking about. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, exactly. The uh, so she's there's a lady walking through the store, pulling things off, putting it in an orange bag that she has. 
being very echo conscious. Oh my god, a human in an Amazon shirt! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? There's already humans involved. Okay, and then you just scan and something lady, on your phone as you're she, leaving. Oh no, no, it's a scan when she was coming in. I see. So it, you go through a turnstile at first. You scan something on your so phone. So you scan yourself in and you scan yourself out. Yeah, it appears to be the case. Uh, I'm a little confused as to how, um, where the if it scans the bag on you walk out, it looks it looks the way that they're showing it as if it scans as you pick it up. Yeah, that seems to make sense. That seems to be what's going on. Oh, computer vision, deep learning algorithms, sensor fusion. All right, okay. You're gonna jerk off to your fucking. <laughs> Just walk out technology. There's, a, there's so many buzzwords in there. It's, it's it's absurd. Now there's a chef in the back. What is with all these humans? Well, because they're making sandwich. Like it, it seems to be something where they would also be making like fresh sandwiches. It's a grocery store. It right, is a grocery right. store. Um. So it doesn't say one way or another what the, whether whether they have any stores or anything else like that. I'm sure that I'm sure they have like a flagship in Seattle somewhere. They probably have one <laughs> coming early 2017. There you go, Seattle, Seattle Washington. Washington. <laughs> oh. Called it. Put that on the called it department. So yeah, called that. Um, boom, nailed it. Boom. Uh, okay, so two two uh, two levels of two. Uh, Sort of Silicon Valley replies to uh, the tragedy of, of November um, November 8th, was it, that we elected? Um, uh, no, it would have been... Uh, my wedding was on November 19th. Oh, okay. So uh, it, like the it, it would have been 14th? the Tuesday before that. Uh, yeah, 12th then. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, one is Facebook's... Uh, uh, disputed news thing, and I've actually seen that already. Uh, finally, in the wild, um, it was a, some. It was, I still haven't figured out. I've been trying to figure out how to dispute a story. I don't get how to do it. But. Uh, there would be, you know, there's a little arrow in the top of the thing that you know. Yeah, I've tried clicking that. I can't find the button. Maybe I. I need well, to. you might not. They might not have unlocked your account for it. Yeah. You know, they roll things out to. Yeah, yeah. I'm on Facebook a lot throughout the day. I have clients on there and shit too. So it's like I I use a lot of Facebook properties. You are as they'd call a power user. Eh, probably not to that degree, but I I'm oh, on I there. I would enough. definitely consider you a power user. Not to Facebook, no. There's a lot of stuff I have no idea. Like, I don't think I've ever posted a video to Facebook, for instance, you know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how that works, for instance. Uh, I think I've only made, like, five or six actual posts to Facebook. Yeah, you tie everything to your Twitter. You, you post yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. And then... But uh, the basic idea is that you dispute it, and it would be sent off to an independent panel of the... Um, the nonpartisan pointer code of principles and their sort of staff and things like that. Uh, there's just fact checkers they have, independent fact checkers, which, of course, the alt-right hates this whole thing. They're very upset about it. Like, who are you to tell us the news, blah, blah. And one of the fact checkers, by the way, is Snopes. So, Well, I mean, I, I've had my issues with Snopes, but I, Snopes has kind of become a best friend in the last... Uh, you need a Snopes you, in this you world. Need, you need a Snopes. I mean... I might not agree with everything that they do, but uh, now Snopes has definitely become the 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? High the, water the mark? Go- yeah, the quality, gold, the gold standard of honesty in reporting. Yes, yes. Um, it's funny because they used to just be for like uh, urban legends. 
I mean, up yeah, until yeah, like yeah, 2004, yeah. it was just urban legends, really. Yeah. And then, you know, politics sort of a little bit crawled in, and now it's predominantly politics. politics. Damn it. Well, news stories. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we've all had these different ones. Uh, the the girl who went to the hospital with a splitting headache and they found a fucking spider's nest in there. And, yeah. You yeah. know, things like this. Like, they'll be like, you know, that's been reported by this and so on and so forth. So, um yeah, I say I say that's that's it's a good thing to have this. Uh, have you ever like had somebody post uh, like something on Facebook that you posted the Snopes? Like, and because I've done this a hundred times, where somebody posts something that like as though it was fact, and I don't give a comment. I just get the Snopes article that yeah. shows that it's incorrect. Pa- paste the link. Paste the link. Yeah. Put it up there. Call it a day. Call it a day, and receive the most angry vitriol from them. I for rarely, like, how dare I? I would say I've rarely gotten any uh, any hatred spewed at me for doing that. I have gotten so much hatred spewed at me for posting it, <sighs> and I'm not even like. Sometimes if I do post a comment, I even say like, "I'm like, hey, not to be a dick, just saw this. I don't think it's factually correct." Right, right. Like really trying to be more of a. I'm informing you. I'm not, you know wagging a finger at you. I will sometimes write, nope, and then paste the link. <laughs> well, you're more of a dick. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, nope, nope, nope. And with 14 O's and then a P-E and then a, an ex- exclamation point and then uh, that's that and then, and then the link. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I have not gotten any shit for that, thankfully, I guess. Um, Lucky you. I, I, I get I shit for that so. constantly. I mean, I don't know. And I don't think anybody's ever posted, anybody's ever snopsed at me. Um, if I see something that seems a little too good to be true or too weird to be true or whatever the fuck, I'll check Snopes myself. Thank you very much. But that's also uh, like being. But I wouldn't mind. I, w- I certainly wouldn't be angry at anybody who did that if, if you know. Yeah, I wouldn't. I but wouldn't also, I, being someone who's gone on the road to certain states where there's a lot of alt writers and just uh, Republicans, I think standard ass Republicans. Oh no, no, no! This a lot of them are all because like, the one I get honestly, the ones who because you know they always want to send you the friend request after the show if they mm. shaking a hand and talking to you. And there's more than a few. Uh, what I get more often is the. Uh, Libertarian alt writers. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, you know, th- those seem to pop up more than just the Republicans. Sure, because I've had plenty of those. But yeah, see, this is why I don't add people. After. I don't do that. You know, I really rarely do. It's a very rare instance when I do. If I see that there's somebody whose mutual friends is you and Ruppel, I do not add them. That's smart. That's smart <laughs> of you. Because I'm like, oh, they must have gone to a show. Yeah, no, that that's definitely smart. I, and. With me, it's much more rare than with Ruppel. I think he'll he'll friend anybody who sends him a friend request. Right. But uh, myself, I tend to be a little bit more picky. But even then, it's I, I quickly realize I'm like, oh, who you, you can, are. You can see here. Oh yeah, no, I have I have mountains of uh, yeah, like waiting to be confirmed friend requests. Five hundred goddamn things. All yeah. Right. Um, and Twitter, uh, finally, I don't know why the fuck they didn't do this before. Uh, they finally uh, now let you mute notifications and such from what we what we like to call the egg users, the people who have uh, the default egg avatar on Twitter. Otherwise known as trolls. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's just lazy people, but yes, very often uh, man, those eggs talk some 
big shit. <laughs> I mean, they got they got the biggest fucking mouths and 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 just so brave with your fucking egg avatar. Uh, and you can you can finally just flat out mute them all and go fuck yourself. You know, um, that's a good thing. It's very good. There's an, another one you can do is mute anyone who um, hasn't confirmed a phone number. Which is, I mean, if you really want to like cut out your the cruft, <laughs> that's the one to pick. <laughs> Not a lot of people have a shitload of disposable phone numbers they're willing to throw at fake Twitter accounts. And like, most people, I would imagine, if, you, if you're doing a lot of trolling, you're not, you're doing not it attaching your phone number. To. Phone yes, number. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, because I would think that the, you would think that the fucking troll assholes that do use an egg icon and talk mad shit, you'd think because of this, they would just add a shitty avatar, you know, swastika. Yeah. Or, this is this is or kind of a Confederate sh- flag. It's a weird something. tangent, but uh, I'm just curious. Uh, I, there was a comedian who made a joke one time who said, if you wanted everyone to drive politely, make everybody's license plate number their phone number. Uh, well, you just have a lot of people on the phone, uh, I think. <laughs> but you, <clears throat> we already have a problem with texting and driving. <laughs> but I, it's kind of in that I same think, theory of if people know – if you know that people have a window to get to you, if I th- you, I think you if have you a little had, bit more act right. If you had the driver – your driver's license photo – uh, on the back of your car, big enough for anybody to see, I think probably that you would drive a lot nicer. I think more so than the phone number. Huh. Yeah. And also, most people fucking hate the driver's license photo. <laughs> so I think there'd be a lot of people that are like, I'm not going out today. You know? I, I only go out at night, you know, and I drive back roads and, you know, whatever. The, I think. I don't know. It's hard to say because it's already like, I watch a lot of FBI files, and, and fucking every episode is, he took down the license plate number. And, like, already they have things where it's like, they only got the first three numbers. You know, you're going to talk about a, what are we talking, a 10-digit number? Like, okay, you're driving, a three, one, oh, fucking, I don't know. I realize it's just a joke, and I'm taking it literally, but you know how I am. No, um, I know. But you also got that button that, you know, you could do the digit dialing on your automated on your phone. I could do that in my car. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. You just hit a button and be like, dial three two three five 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 yeah, six sure, three sure. nine one. Sure, sure. I could see that. Um, yeah, but I don't think a lot of people have. We both have luxury vehicles, Alex. That's true. That's so, very true. <laughs> I think that it's very true. I don't think the average person has that, but I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, any car after like 2013, for the most part, seems to have, uh, you know, Bluetooth and shit like that. So it's yeah. it's possible that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have an iPhone, you just got to hit Siri, say, call this number. Yeah, depending on your iPhone, you could also just say, hey, Siri. I'm yeah. Be very quiet about it. I think I have that turned off on mine, actually, anyway. Yeah, I, I keep the hey, Siri turned off on mine, too. I don't want to. You can't do hey, Siri. You have it six. Oh, that's right. No. You can do it if it's correct. plugged in. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think, actually, you can't turn that off, but I could be wrong. I don't remember. Um, well, my laptop takes forever. Um, I don't want the latest from New Yorker. I was about to say, are we talking about something from the New Yorker? What the fuck? I know, right? Eric Cummings would be so proud. Um, <laughs> this is a, a very long article, and it, one of the things I it's it's called Silicon Valley Silicon Valley's quest to live forever, and it's about uh, various Silicon Valley millionaire and billionaires pouring billions of dollars into essentially living forever. Uh, one of the things that annoys me is it's just a th- – the New Yorker does this. Sometimes the New York Times does this. Wired loves to do this. 
I'm like, okay, I'm interested in reading this article. I want to know more. First paragraph starts with, on a velvety March evening in Mandeville, Can- okay, we're done. I'm done. I'm already fucking, no, I don't. Get to the fucking point, dude. Yeah, don't paint, don't paint a picture. Yeah, this whole thing where it's like. But it's the New Yorker. What do you expect from the I'm, New Yorker? I just, I don't know why, you know, it, look, I, put that in the magazine. You know what I mean? Don't put that shit out. I don't know. Can, can you give me two versions? Here's the fucking flowery, you know, we're going to fucking paint a novel for you version and here's the fucking here's the news that we're actually reporting on i'm convinced that whenever a writer from the new yorker jerks off instead of semen coming out of his penis it's a dual major in english and fine arts probably uh yeah you can see how fucking... they, can, they call them comedy squares not comics anymore i mean come the fuck on oh god um you can see it's like a fucking 15 page article it does not need to be this long um, I really I, – I, I pulled out a choice quote. Uh, I realize it's an entire paragraph, but I'll make it quick. Um, <clears throat> what I thought was interesting, um, it said that uh, <clears throat> we mature much more slowly than mice and much longer – and we live much longer because we, like whales and naked mole rats, are at much less risk of being eaten in our first year. Yet from the age of 30 or 40 on, after we've spawned, we're living on a – time that evolution regards as pointless. Eric Verdin, the CEO of Buck Institute for Research on Aging, the leading nonprofit in the field, noted that if you just kept aging at the rate you age between 20 and 30, you'd live to a thousand years. At 30, everything starts to change. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just hit that this year, motherfucker. <laughs> I, well, now your body's I, like... All of a sudden, I get hangovers. Never had a hangover. Now I'm I have hangovers. Saying, ditto, same thing with me. I didn't get hangovers until I was 30. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> What's this headache? What is that? I'm splitting headache? Fucking throwing up in the morning? Fuck Sleep that. doesn't completely revive me? What the yeah, fuck? What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I apparently, according to this article, I'm in the useless years now at my at my late 30s. You're eight years into it. I know. I mean, I am. But my body's like, we're done here. I'm recently useless. Yeah. My body's like, oh, we're done here. We're good. <laughs> Drink up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. Believe me, I, I'm trying. <laughs> Drink them if you got them. I'm trying. I'm trying to match my body's enthusiasm for staying alive. Apparently, <laughs> um, it does. It, it's. I mean, I feel like you know, uh, this is just a problem of uh, you know money, probably. Yeah, I. You know, I, there's already too many fucking people, though. Well, that's the, the you know. But see, the thing is, as we live longer, there's not too many people, by the way, but. As we live longer, we also uh, breed much less. That, that's very true. I, they're I mean, that, saying that, that people are having kids at much later ages now than they did in some, it's even 10 like, years ago. I, I do believe to keep the population growth constant uh, or even just to keep it as it is, if we want to have – we've got – what is it? Uh, Seven billion people on the planet now? Seven and a half billion? Some shitty number like that. Yeah. If in a hundred years we want to have, we still want to have seven and a half billion people. Everybody needs to have like one point three kids or some shit like that. And in places like Germany, they're down to like point six, and like in London, it's like point three. It's, you know, it's stuff like that. So we're is a huge population decline actually occurring. Uh, China and Japan, yeah. you know, obviously have China. I think just recently either re- reversed or have been talking about reversing their one-child policy because ain't nobody fucking. Well, and they also had the problem of the fact that everybody wanted boys. 
Yeah. So if they had a girl, they'd put the girl up for adoption in America. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then they'd keep on trying until they had a boy that they could keep. So now, unfortunately, most of China is a big old sausage. It's it's like that college party, mm. you know, where there's like the two girls that, you know, 15 frat guys are trying to fuck. And then, you know, eight of them go to jail because they're terrible. Well, it's so bad, actually, over there in their dating scene is that you don't um – you don't uh, you you don't get to date like you do out here. As far as you don't get to go out and find a girl, but you you go to her parents with like documents and you're like, look at here's my you know degree from a Yale equivalent school. Yeah, yeah. You know this is the amount of money I'm expected to make over the next forty years, et cetera, et cetera. And the parents approve or disapprove of the first date. Yeah, they're doing like a new age dowry system almost, but you know. yeah, essentially. So. They have a huge problem where most of the men over there just don't even give a shit. Like, unless you're a fucking, essentially the American equivalent of a millionaire, you got no fucking chance because there's so few women. They're all taken, like, by essentially millionaires. And so, if you want a good-looking woman, <laughs> you want You want something with a natural-born pussy, you're fucked. I mean, <laughs> forget good-looking. Hey. What are you, if you're making forty five k a year, oh boy, nope, sir. Yeah, no, you're not. You, no. Get gay or get out of the country. Yeah, well, <laughs> actually, over there, forty five k would be a shitload of money. But yes, the American equivalent, yeah. essentially. Yes, if you're middle middle class to lower than that, uh, even upper middle class for the most part have problems. Uh, so that's where you see like the pillows that are shaped like women and things like this. Like that's, I mean, they're very lonely. You know, they. Yeah. This this leads to nets on the side of buildings to catch people who are trying to jump to their own death. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Haven't got <laughs> you're thirty years old and you've never even seen a pussy. Well, I, they, in you know. person. Well, I mean, on the internet, they're oh, all, that's right. They, they pixelate they, it. They oh, pixelate Jesus. the pussy. Oh God. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just here, that makes me want to fucking jump. I would jump too. Um, first human head transplant planned for December 2017. Now, oh Jesus. Now I think he's not. It's not a head transplant, right? It's a body transplant. Because uh, this man is this man is uh, is essentially more or less paralyzed. He's de- he's crippled. They use the word crippled, so I'm I'm free to use the word crippled. Um, he's crippled. I mean, he's his body's useless from fucking the neck down, basically. Like his one of his arms works, and he can barely move his head. And he's got maybe two years left to live. His fucking muscles or his his bones have started fusing together. And so they figure, fuck it, let's see if we can do it. Yeah, he he signed off on it. He was like, well, yeah, 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 go you right. Have to. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and it's it's like a it's something like a hundred and twenty surgeons. It's gonna be a thirty six hour surgery. What they're gonna do is they take the dude, the 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 living guy. His name is uh, Valery Spiridonov. Uh, so Val. Russian. They're, they're gonna t- yeah. They're gonna. <laughs> the doctor is Italian, though. Weirdly enough, um, they're gonna take. Yes, but of course the patient is like, whatever. I die anyways. You try to maybe make better. Yeah, they're they they're basically freezing him at like negative fifteen centigrade or Celsius, uh, and that's uh, cold. Yeah, but not for me in Russia. Um, <laughs> I am used to this. I wash my balls in ice water. So uh, they basically freeze him. Then they chop the head off the donor. Then they chop his head off slowly, like partially. Well, yeah, I would hope that you would. <laughs> you're not going to do it with one big whack. <laughs> whack. <laughs> machete, machete. Uh, get it, get it. <laughs> 
uh, and then they take all the various, all the blood uh, vessels and the all the strings that are hanging out. <laughs> all the all the all the loose cables, all the loose cables, and they connect these tubes to connect them to the other cables in the other body, essentially, like slowly and connect everything, and then they just take the head, put it on the other thing, and then do stitches around and. Uh, they say that you so know he's going to have a cool Frankenstein. Yeah. Then scar. they oh then they induce a coma in the guy for two weeks, and they say that after they pull him out of the coma, he'll be walking a week later. Now here's a moral dilemma. Suppose I suspect I don't know much about the body that he's being put onto, but suppose the body he's being put onto was still able to uh, produce sperm. Do you do you castrate the new body because it's a little fucked up that essentially. Somebody else is having this dead dude's kids. No, no, no. I mean, it's. I, and also, is that does that make it? Is that your brother now? You know what I mean. Like that that body produces a you know sperm and and as a child uh, is that your is that your brother? I think we got a hybrid, maybe. Yeah, it's. I, uh, I don't I don't, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean that's the thing. The testicles are always producing new sperm, so I feel like, you know, when, once a new boss has taken over management, you know, he institutes his own uh policies and uh rules and codes of conduct and you know, the new sperm get the memos and they're like, All right, we're working for new management now. So you know, it, it it's kind of would be his kid. I mean it's 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 more his kid than the I get dead guy's kid, I guess. Yeah, right? I sort mean, of. theoretically, it's more his. I don't know. I mean, eh. I mean, if you were if you were in a medically induced coma, uh, and and you got a heart on, and I just like picked your limp body up and thrusted it against a woman until you can. That's your kid. I'd be very upset if you did that. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? I'm out of it for a little while. I come to when I'm a father. I don't like this at all. I don't care for this whole plan. But that's not the same thing here. That's not what we're talking about here. Well, it almost is, actually, now that you mention it, because he does go into a coma for this. But, <laughs> um, and I mean, you know, the guy's dead. Yes, very dead. Um, well, not very dead, because you got to get a fresh body. No, oh, okay, wait, yeah, okay. You know? I mean, but like all the like dead enough, as Miracle Max would say, he's all the way dead. Yes, yes, partially dead, mostly dead, mostly dead, mostly dead. (laughs) Um, Yeah, essentially, yeah. No, he'd be all the way dead. Um, All dead. (laughs) All dead. I mean, I I don't know. It's 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 very strange. I don't know. I I I think my number one thing would be like, can I see the body's penis first? (laughs) Because they were like, I don't want to (laughs) downgrade. No, I probably wouldn't care that much. I suppose if my bones were fusing together and I was dead in a year, then I probably wouldn't. But you know, Uh, you would take a small dick just to get the fuck again. I mean, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's true. If it was never fuck again or fuck again with a small penis, I feel like Mitch takes fuck again with a small penis. Yeah, I guess so. I suppose so. Sure. Um, anyway, interesting, though. I mean, every time they've tried to do this on monkeys, it's failed miserably. But they're like, no, we're ready to graduate to humans. <laughs> that, seems a little, that seems a little odd to me. Well, I mean, you know, you don't, you don't know until you tried. Yeah, I that's guess. That's a lot. I, I mean, that's a lot of cables to connect, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot of cables. A lot of cables. 
shitload. All of them, really. I mean, I mean, they all eventually end up there, don't they? Yeah, but it's it's. I know it's an urban legend, the whole Walt Disney being frozen thing. Yeah, but you know, it's it kind of makes me think of that in that whole like. If yeah, somebody's if, cryogenically frozen, like, works, we, don't, we don't really have the technology to reanimate somebody who's been cryogenically frozen. We can just kind of slow it down so that they no, die we, slower. We actually do have the ability that, that to, to thaw out some of them, as far as I understand, some of the newer ones. Anything like after like 1995, I believe it is, uh, that we could technically, but they would just die instantly because they were already basically dead at yeah. the time. Um, you know, minutes away, essentially, or yeah. already dead, um, freshly dead. Yeah. So, uh, and some of them go in there alive to die. You know what I mean? They, they as far as I understand, I could be wrong. I mean, I probably not. I probably am wrong now that I think about it, because there's not a lot of states that. I mean, only recently, in the last two or three years, has there been a U.S. states that ha- uh, have a right to death law. California, yay! Hey now. Um. Came a little bit too late for my grandfather, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, ditto my mom, you know. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, my mom went the way, you know, she most would have. I mean, given that she had cancer. It's not like she was like, yay! But, you know, she was like, I'm not going to a hospital. I'm dying at home, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. See, like my grandfather, he was was done four years before Uh, he was done. He had Parkinson's for almost 30 years, which is a long. Yeah, he got it super young in his, like, 50s. Oof. And that's not fun. Survived with it and <laughs> was driving with it for like 18 years after diagnosis, which was quite the uncomfortable experience for me. Now, would you have taken his driver's license away? Uh, they did eventually. All right. uh, but I, they, they had to. It was getting to the point where everything was moving but his hands mm. when he was driving. Like the wheel stayed straight, but everything else was was shimmying a lot. And uh, yeah, he said he, he said he was dead. He said he was done four years before yeah. the body finally. He had gave the face away. that Bill Burr talks about. Yeah, he had the old man. Yeah, he had the old man face. Right, you know, right. The face that looked like it was trying to escape through his <coughs> eyes. Now, do you have any uh, moral uh, quandaries or or concerns with this uh, head transplant? Uh, you know, is it all good for you? Or I, are you a little worried? I I get into that every once in a while. I start to have that weird, you know. Uh, you know, God's will kind of uh, mm. thing, but I've I've recently realized, uh, you know, even though God's I, an asshole, well, no, but e- even though even though I'm a Jew, it's like I I believe in Judaism just about as much, but a little bit less than I believe in science. Okay, so uh, I I I believe in making people as healthy as you can make them give give people the best chance at a good life well that would be this so that i in that way no there's no especially in this case (coughs) scenario like this guy has a terrible life yeah and we have a chance to make it better or put him out of his misery yeah so it's in it's a win-win i think for this guy i think he's going it's a rare triple win because you know one way or another we learn something scientifically as well yes like what how how close we can get <laughs> you know how, how weird is that i mean that's the thing is that well i mean we've been able to successfully remove a head from a body since like the 1600s that's been around oh, yeah, for a no, long time that's probably the caveman figured that one out sure <laughs> I'm just thinking for this guy, strangest trip of his life because he's going to go into a room. They're going to put him in a coma. And he's going to wake up with a different They're going body. to freeze his head at negative 15 Celsius, which is very cold. Very, very cold. Very cold. Um, 
So yeah, as far as he's concerned, he's going to sleep. He's going to wake up and he's got a new dick. I mean, a body. Body. Oh. <laughs> if it works. Also, a new body with a new dick. Yeah. I mean, also a new dick. New butthole. Hasn't been blown out yet, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's got that baby fresh smell or whatever. But it's got that new asshole smell? It's like when he goes to bed, he's as he's drifting off, he's like, all right, either I'm dead or when I open my eyes, I have a new body. That's the fucking weirdest thing on earth to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't have any uh, issues with it either. I do wonder. Again, I do wonder if in the if this goes well, if they'll make like a. Sorry, you have to be sterilized if you're going to do that. I don't. Well, know. where where I start to have the uh, the the only quandary I have is like much going back to the last article we talked about. Is this just going to become something where it's like the super elite rich are like eh, I'm getting up there in age. Time to chop this head off, put it on a new body. Right. Keep right. this old thing going a little bit longer. Right, right. It's, it's strange because I... Because as long as there's a new heart to pump blood through the brain, the brain's not going to die. Yeah, yeah. The brain theoretically has the most longevity of any of the organs in our body. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I mean, it's it's... You know, I'm reminded of like... If you were to uh, if you were to uh, disassemble if we were to dis- dis- uh, disassemble our iPhones and swap the screens, uh, our home buttons would no longer work because the home button is born with the, the phone. It will never accept another home button. Huh. It, it's like nah, don't think so. It, that's because you know you got the Touch ID. Oh yeah, okay. So they're they're intrinsically linked and they cannot be you hmm. cannot uh, fuck with it. Do you think perhaps because we don't know. Do you think perhaps the brain has something like that with the body? Where the body the brain's like, I don't know what this is. I don't you, you know, know, that would be my that would be one thing that I would not a moral I think, that, thing. I think it might I'm just a, a curiosity I have. I think the brain might have to retrain. I certainly think there's going to have to be you know, you you're probably going to have to learn how to walk again cuz you're not going to be used to the dimensions. Oh, this your, guy probably has never walked in his life, so he's going to have to learn how to walk. Yeah. You know, but I think if it was an able-bodied person who'd been in a traumatic accident and yeah. had become paralyzed, right, right, even right. I, I, you know, much like a, uh, have you ever, have you ever been around like a? But if we're going to do this for this guy, why don't we do this with Stephen Hawking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good. But then again, ever, he's still alive. Yeah, he's, he's, he's despite all odds, he was supposed to be dead yeah, in his long 20s, time ago. You know, but somehow, but have you ever been around like a six-month-old boxer puppy? Uh, like, sure, sure. Like, you know, the, their body doesn't grow, but their but their legs just get as long as they're going to be for their whole life in the first six months, mm. and you, and they kind of it's like a daddy long legs that doesn't understand how. Like, I feel like it's going to be something like that hmm. when you first come out. That like, you're just like, I don't. Well, yeah, no. I, know, a lot the of, moment he's able to step <laughs> out of the hospital bed, he's going to collapse. That's a that's a just about a guarantee, right? Yeah, there. he's going to go. Poof, poof. Well, I'm sure there's going to be people there to catch like him. Like a bag of laundry. I'm sure it's not just going to be a doctor like, well, stand up, thud. Ah, it didn't work, damn it. Like, I think there'll be people there to hold him up. Yeah, no, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just saying there's no chance the guy is like, it's fine. That he's skipping down the it hall be, on day I, two. I, I hope it goes well. I think it would be fascinating if it goes well, but I just don't, I don't have a lot of hope for it. I'm really curious either way. Yeah, it's exactly. Kinda... I just, because it's never worked on monkeys, I just, I have a very difficult time believing that you're going to get it to work on a human. But 
whatever. He's got a team of 100 surgeons. He's got a 36-hour surgery. They're, I'm sure they're going to film the shit out of it. Um, <laughs> I'd watch that. I've watched the fucking knee surgeries and the open heart surgeries and shit. I'll watch a head transplant tonight. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's, that's that's some good viewing. Yeah, that's, put that shit that. on the BBC, man. I hope somebody's got a fucking 4K camera hooked up to that fucking operating room. Sure, it's 36 hours, but I mean, still. I mean, I have seen things much more boring than that on C-SPAN, so I feel like C-SPAN could, like, this could be on C-SPAN 3. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to watch another boring court case. Show me yeah, a head yeah, transplant, yeah, you yeah, assholes. You yeah, if anybody's looking to make a couple billion, get a 4K camera in that fucking operating room. Get, yeah. a, get a team of them, put them on the ceiling. Give me but that yeah, 360 as, view. You know? As atheist as you are, I wouldn't imagine you would have any moral quandaries with this. No, I don't. I, again, it's I'm a little weird about the birth thing. Um, not even it's more of a question than a. I don't have a I have an answer. I don't care that much. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess I'm also thinking like if I were suddenly dead tomorrow and somebody took my body, nobody wants that broken down piece. I mean, of I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. They're like, yeah, yeah, he was 38, but really more but like his, 70. His liver was 72. Yeah, his lungs were in their 50s. But you can do. They can do lung and liver transplants already. So fucking kick it up. I'm saying, okay, you die. Uh, I, are you a, you're an organ donor, yeah? Yes, I am. Okay, which is rare for a Jew, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's the case. It, it is. We, we we but you know, reformed. So yeah, yeah. Um, somebody's got your body. Do you care if they have babies with your sperm? No. Okay. That's kind of like one of those like fuck yeah, I get to have more kids after I'm dead. That's that's you all know, right. Okay. Yeah, I, I live on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I will I, live for as Elon Musk says. I will have a perfect genetic copy of half of me. Yeah, that somebody true. will take care of so that I might live forever. Yes. yes. Except more it's, British and pompous. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, but it, just as robotic. As a as a fun exercise for the viewer, uh, when you're next time you're in front of a uh, a device that connects to YouTube, which is any electronic device these days, as long as it has a Wi-Fi signal, um, you you owe it to yourself to watch the most awkward uh, three minutes or so of uh, Elon Musk's life. Uh, <laughs> oh God! You can I I believe if you typed in like Elon Musk wife awkward in, uh, Elon Musk awkward or Elon Musk wife, wife interview or something like that. They're in their home, uh, he and his wife, who I do believe he's divorced and remarried. Yes. Uh, which is very confusing. And at one point they were talking to her about sort of like, how is it, you know, with all this, uh, you know, madness going on and he's so busy and everything else like that. And uh, she says, you know, sometimes I just think. Didn't they also get married, though, the first time after only knowing each other for like two months? Yeah, yeah. So right off, she at one point also says that. <coughs> when she got engaged to him, she's like, I would have married anybody who asked me that. Yeah. And that was like, all right, one weird thing down. And then maybe 30 seconds later, the interviewer asks her something about like the busy schedule that Elon has, has and things like that. Oh, yeah. And she, says, and she uh, says, sometimes I think about just getting on the plane to fly home and not coming back. Yeah. And then uh, and Elon goes, but you wouldn't, would you? And she goes, oh, I'm joking. <laughs> In the most not convincing way anyone has ever been just joking. Like, in a way that she's like, I was, I would absolutely do that. I'm just like, not like, in the Mitch, middle of this I'm going to fucking interview. kill you. Really? No. Yeah, it was fucking, it's so awkward. Because she's it's like, so I am joking. I am human. Make joke. Uh, you owe it to human yourself. Make, 
Human makes humor. Human make joke. There are people who spend their time yelling at the Mars Curiosity rover on Twitter. Now, some of them are flat earthers. Uh, yeah. Who believe there is no Mars, apparently. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. It's a thing. It's dude, a whole deal. Wh- like, here's the thing. Like, flat earthers, it's like... It's that thing, like, because there are a lot of things, like, you know, the nine eleven conspiracies, like they're always just kind of there mm-hmm. on the undertones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the false flaggers, they're always just kind of there on uh-huh. the undertones. Sure. The flat earthers, they're, they they come in waves, which is weird because I don't think they believe in a moon either. But uh, <laughs> but it's like it just we won't hear anything about flat earthers for like nine months and then some stupid celebrity will come out and be like, no, the earth is flat. And then we all have to actually talk about it. Like it's something that still needs to be talked about thankfully, for Shaq another was, two months. Thankfully Shaq was joking, but he yes. still should Kyrie have Irving was not. Yeah. Yeah. So the, 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 some of these people are like, if there's nothing else on the planet, what is taking the pics? Please quit tweeting fake photos and prove mission, not a hoax. Now, what kind of proof do you need? Seriously, what what proof? What would what would satisfy your curiosity on that one? Uh, you know what? I, I really think that all of these flat earthers are just trying to get free trips on the Virgin Space Shuttle. Right, right. Because I think that eventually Richard Branson's just going to be like, "Listen, if you're that stupid, why don't you come get on here? I'll fly you up. You could see the curvature and then not be a fucking retard. You could see it when you're on a fucking plane." Uh, so Mars Curiosity rover has started tweeting. That's the reason why people are tweeting at it. Uh, so the Mars Curiosity rover wrote, Nothing like the feel of sand beneath your wheels. I'm studying shifting sands in Mars Gale Crater. Oh, that's shifting, not shitting sands. Yeah. Okay. And this guy, this is kind of my favorite tweet. You are a lie built on a pile of lies. Do humanity a favor and self-destruct. This is a man who had it in his head that Mars is a... I don't know if he doesn't know that Mars is a real planet. I don't know if that's what it comes down to. But he's certain that NASA did not send a robot to Mars, which I don't know why you'd doubt that. It's not a very, it's not an imp- incredibly difficult thing. Shoot a rocket at a thing and eject a robot in a parachute. Pretty fucking simple. I'm not, you know, I'm not discounting NASA's work on this. And the fact that the Mars rover even fucking is able to drive around on Mars and send all this shit, amazing feat of technical engineering. But the part where... You're shooting a rocket at a at a planet and then ejecting a robot. Yeah, we've had that down for about seventy years now. Yeah, uh, that doesn't seem prohibitively uh, beyond the ability of humans. As long as you can shoot a rocket and build a robot, you got everything else handled. Um, but the the fact that he's like basically, hey, robot, kill yourself for lying to me. <laughs> Do you know how robots work, sir? You're tweeting at a robot that it's lying to you and it should kill itself. That's just the most amazing thing to me. You know what's the most not amazing thing to me? That one of these flat earthers has a fucking egg icon on his Twitter account. Yeah, not a surprise. Not a surprise even a little bit. What did that one say? Uh, reading the comments, you all sound intelligent, but yet you believe lies from NASA? All CGI and fake, fake, fake. Uh, then there are people, um, uh, let's see, fake like everything else you put out, NASA. 
you know, like the moon landing. Oh, somebody putting all caps. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. The oh, Curiosity boy. rover wrote, want to be NASA's astronaut of tomorrow? No time like the present. Applications due February 18th. They replied, wow, that is the fakest picture ever. Lol, nice hoax. NASA's Saren is opening portals for the falling angels. The end is here. I don't know what any of that means. But anyway, if you want your brain to slowly sleep out, seep out of your head, I'll, uh, the link is on the site. Uh, on Rifopolis.com. And lastly, an article that Alex sent me earlier today about the tinderization of the NBA. Now, there was one choice quote in here that I thought was interesting. <laughs> now, they're, they're suggesting that away teams are winning higher percentages than ever uh, because uh, they can just get to a town, get on Tinder, get their dick sucked, get a nap. <laughs> and <laughs> have the, they don't have to go out to the club and party it up and spend all this money. Uh, one part of the article here, it says the NBA player staring, uh, uh, staring at a 9.30 a.m. team breakfast in a hotel conference room the morning of the game can now log seven or eight hours of Zs and still enjoy a tryst. Thanks to direct messaging and texting, some NBA players even arrange to have keys left at the front desk so dates can be inside the room when the player arrives at the hotel. Now, yeah, the date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing that they still call it a date at that point. The walking human condom. Uh, uh, the fleshlight with a mouth. Uh, fleshlight with a pulse, I yes, think, is what I would have with a pulse for. would be better, yeah. Uh, I'm just – because, look, I do the Tinder. I do the OkCupid, the Bumble, the uh, Field, uh, the, uh, uh, the Hinge, uh, you know, a couple of apps. And uh, – yeah, I always meet in public. Always, <laughs> I wouldn't. I would not have. I would not have the faith in humanity to be like, yeah, the keys are at the front desk. I'll meet you in the hotel later. No, no, I'll meet you at the hotel bar. Sure, I got to make sure like you look like your photos, stuff like that. I need some indication that you're not completely batshit insane, which you know. Not the easiest thing in the world to tell, but you know, but, over the but, course you know, of a people can send people send selfies, and you're like, "Hey, send me a few selfies," and you you believe that it's absolutely that person. I need I hold a newspaper up next to you. Hold up today's newspaper. You don't have a hot friend that can hold a newspaper. I mean, yeah, I guess you have a point, but I mean, I haven't gone on a date with somebody who didn't look like their fo- profile photos in many, many, many years, like. 18 years probably but i'm still it's still a concern for me i just dumb you even told me the last time that you went on one where they didn't look like their profile picture you were like they looked like they used to look like their profile picture yeah yeah that was the one like 18 years ago you know what i mean um well no i've had a few i suppose that that were they they just clearly were using slightly older photos or flattering angles or something like that but um. Yeah. The the leaving the <laughs> leaving the keys to the hotel desk is not. I do not have that kind of faith. Yeah, I don't that know. Faith. Now I'm also. I'm realizing now as I say this, we're talking about guys that are 22 years old, and their whole life internet dating has been a thing. That's true. Yeah. Their whole adult life, they've had a fucking the smartest piece of technology ever created in the fucking in their pocket. I, the reason I found this article also so interesting, though, is just the fact that they're it, – it's ESPN blatantly admitting that uh, these dudes are playing better because they're getting laid. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Um, 
Well, their whole thing is like, you know, interesting enough, they, they talk a lot about how like, you know, when the guys go to the club, there's a lot of people like would film them. And so there's these embarrassing videos coming yeah, out yeah. and so on and so forth. But with this, they don't have to worry about it. And I'm like, wouldn't they still though? I mean, you know. I mean, we still, I, I don't know if you remember uh, last year after the Super Bowl, that woman who uh, posted the photo of her in bed with Julian Edelman. I was going to say, there was she some got chick who did fucking that. Basically thrown out of the state of New England, right? Uh, <coughs> for for really not. I mean, I I still I'm like she did not do anything wrong other than sleeping with a fucking human trash bag like Julian Edelman. But I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's just you know. I do think it. I I think it's. I think she crossed. A, as far as I'm concerned, I think she crossed a moral line. She didn't show a picture of his dick. She showed his fucking sleeping face. Yeah, she's saying, "Look, I just fucked this guy." He's not married. I don't know. Is he not? No. No girlfriend. Nothing. No. I don't, it's still. I don't know. It, you know. My. You know. My sex is my, my business. You know what I mean. You're the person because you. You were the one who posted this theoretical to me a few weeks ago that we debated many times, which is that whole if you could have an hour alone with a celebrity of your choosing, right. but nobody will ever believe that it happened, or everyone will believe that it happened, but it didn't really happen. Right. You were the one who chose to go with the everyone thought it happened, but it didn't. It de- so, depending on what the rumor was. If the rumor was I fuck, they, they never came so hard in their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, because I, I think I'd, I'd be a puddle of mush around Selma Hayek, for instance. And can I see your titty? <laughs> yeah, you know, and she'd be like, "Touch my boob," you know, whatever. I don't know why she's British. All of a sudden, and then you would come twice as you reach for the boob. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, "I'm sorry, it happened again." God damn it. Um, <coughs> give me a few minutes. Give me a few minutes. I got to think of. Wait, you're right there. <laughs> you know. um, so, so if it weren't if it, if the rumor was just oh he banged Salma Hayek then I think I'd probably prefer the hour with Salma Hayek but if it's like that you mm. rocked her but that's the whole thing is like so theoretically like you would want that picture of you next to a sleeping Salma Hayek with her hair all fucked up I would but and I look I, I have, a look of utter ecstasy on her face like you want that photo I have fucked quite a few famous people and uh, I don't. You know, talk about it necessarily. I mean, with you know, close friends maybe, but I don't. You know, I wouldn't like on the radio. I wouldn't on a podcast. I wouldn't on you know, unless that person also spoke about it. It's hmm. it, you know what I mean. And and I mean, in this case, I'm saying like yes, she is. Well, she spoke about it, but the 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 more famous person to me has to say it. That's that to me is the rule. If the more famous person has to be the one to you know be like yeah, I had you know. We fucked, but uh, just I don't know. That's that's. I mean, NBA players are famously the the biggest dogs of professional athletes. I, I hooked up with a I hooked up with a broad. Um, uh, yeah, I know you hooked up with plenty of broads. <laughs> I hooked up with a broad in a, in a hotel room after a comedy show, and you know that was the one that held me emotionally hostage for a couple of days. But uh, and at the end of the two days or whatever uh she wanted to take a photo like a selfie with me in in bed and uh i went with it but like as the as the as the click noise happened i was like this is a bad idea like i just i don't know why and and it hasn't come back to haunt me but for some reason i'm kind of like i don't like this because there's like proof or something i don't know i was Hmm. like why do you need why do you want that photo 
seems weird. Like, what would you, you know? I, I, I get what you're saying. I think she was like on again, off again with some dude. So I'm like, you're going to use this as leverage, aren't you? Look, this is me in bed with another man. You know, I don't know. There was something about it was weird. Wouldn't you, would you feel that way? Like if you were hooking up with some chick and she was like, hey, let's take a selfie in bed, wouldn't you be like, I, There's a part of you that's going to be like, I don't know about that idea. I mean, with me mainly, I think it's about the fact that like, I, uh, if I am on stage, take all the pictures that you want. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't pose for many pictures. Like, I, I just don't do pictures. Like, I, I'm that dude that I, I have a feeling that when I die at my funeral, they're going to be like, does anybody have any pictures of him? No, I don't really have any pictures. Well, we've like, got plenty of photos when we're doing like Reno shows. We've got, you know, crowds want pictures we do those yeah yeah i get so uncomfortable every like i i I guess like once again that's still the same situation to me like if i'm at a show that's one thing all right but i'm talking about like we're (laughs) at the bar and someone's like let's take a selfie i'm always like let's fucking not right okay yeah i don't know the selfie in bed i i that's why i I don't i don't agree with her choice on that i think Uh, but here's the thing i I think that's a i I wouldn't necessarily post the picture but if I fuck it, if I if I got to fill Scarlett Johansson up with you know my Mandelberg meat, and she fell asleep afterwards, believe me, I'd take a. I wouldn't post it anywhere, but I would take the fucking picture. I I would you? All right. Yeah, I, yeah, I just so that I could always like. You do realize you can't say Mandelberg meat in her presence, right? <laughs> I'm aware of that. You'll hear a loud snap, and that'll be the sound of her pussy slamming shut. <laughs> Just slam shut, and a poof of air will like like dust will come out. Like, and you're like, whoa, is that what that sounds like? You'll hear the fucking padlock shutting in the back. Yeah, no, I I realize that, but yeah, no, I would because one day if I had Alzheimer's, I want to be able to be like looking through and be like, oh, did I do that one day? That's good to know, you know. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I mean, there's just no chance that photo stays safely in a vault, I guess, is what I'm thinking, you know. But you, th- I, you think uh, we're all just destined to be fappened? Is that kind of your theory here? Uh, yeah, I mean, to some. Well, look. Uh, I mean, the fappening was only famous people because he was only targeting famous people. He could have done that to anybody. Uh, to some degree, yeah. I mean, you'd need to. The thing about famous people is you know a lot about them already. You know what I mean? Like their birthday. Yeah, yeah. Their middle name, where they went to school, if they ever had any pets, what their parents' names are. Hmm. Shit that you don't know about fucking probably some of your closest friends. You know what I mean? Like, I know your middle name. Right. But I mean, off the top of your head, do you know my birth date? Uh, yes. And year? Uh, 77? Nope. See, there you go. No, no, wait. You're uh, 79. Nope. 78? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was the late 70s. Right, but you can't pull up a Wikipedia page to find that out. No, I can't. But, like, you know, I could tell you, I mean, I don't, I couldn't tell you, like, I couldn't tell you, but Wikipedia, Google, Google could definitely tell you the name of Taylor Swift's first dog. Probably. Yeah. Uh, certainly, if she has a dog now, that is definitely out there. Definitely the name of her current dog is out there. So you'd have her middle name, all her birthday, name of pet. You you could probably it's not entirely unlikely you might be able, that you wouldn't be able to find like the neighborhood she grew up in or a street that she once lived on. Yeah. So the things that one would use for security questions, uh, 
pretty easy to come by in this in the celebrity world. It's that's fair. That's so fair. you know that that's why it's a little easier to hack uh, celebrities. I do think that as time goes on, because we not all but a, a lot of people, millions, hundreds of millions of people are walking around with an interconnect internet connected video recording device in their pocket that they can instantly record while it's uploading, in fact, in some cases, like Periscope and things like that, Facebook Live. You can upload while you're recording whatever's going on. In the next, you know, over time, in, it, as, as time goes on, we will only get more uh, Wi-Fi, you know, faster internet connections, higher quality cameras, uh, more ways to share that kind of stuff. Privacy is... On the decline. Privacy, the yeah. evolution as it goes. Uh, yes, privacy is slowly eroding and it will continue to erode to the point where perhaps uh, it, by the time you're in your 50s or 60s, uh, there will be no secrets yeah. about Mr. Mandelberg. I just I'm I'm mostly surprised that, like celebrities haven't gotten together to create their own like, you know, app for like, uh, hey, you want to bang a celebrity when they're in your town? They do have that. They do? Yeah. There's a bang a celebrity while he's in your town app? Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'll find the name of it. I, I Are you serious? I, I'm, oh, I thought I had a million dollar idea. God that, damn it. It's a heart attack. Um, it's called Raya. And uh, you can't, I can't join it because I'm not famous. Anymore. Yeah, no, it's, but, but wait, I thought it's about like famous people being able to fuck normal people while they're in your town. So like, shouldn't you be able to get an account as a norm? So when you say begin application, it connects to your Instagram. So they'll look at you, and if you're really hot, then you're in. <laughs> or if you've got a shitload of Instagram followers, or you are somebody of note, then you're on there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. That's yes. I, that's a, I know. Why are these ball players using Tinder? I don't think they are. I think they're probably using Raya. But ESPN doesn't know what Raya is, so they're calling it Tinder. Okay, see, because that that then makes more sense with the whole leaving fucking keys at the desk. If you have a company that is verifying who these people okay, yeah, are, yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. that makes a lot yeah. more. They're also I, saying they're. Also I had the same kind of reservations that you were having. <laughs> How? Um, but uh, yeah, that would make more sense. Well, the other thing is in the article they're saying NBA players are saying I prefer you know using Instagram and doing direct messages. So that makes sense because you're less likely to be a fake person if you've got, you know, 20,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, and if you're posting a new photo of your uh, not a nude, a new yeah. photo of yourself every day in front of a mirror, like you're we right. know that that's who you are and this is how you currently look. Yeah. If you're just hot and on Instagram but you've got 500 followers, there's a real account out there that has 20,000 followers and you're just stealing from them. <laughs> that's that's the way I would look at it. Uh, personally, you know what I mean? I've seen that, you know. I've I've seen I've I've got friends that have 20,000. Have you applied followers. to Raya and tried to get in? No, I'm like, you know what? That'll be a, that'll be one of my goals. That's like, one of your life goals is yeah, to qualify like to for be, Raya. To be famous or hot enough, I guess. Mostly famous. Uh, you got a better chance at one than the other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to suddenly get hotter. 
I mean, I could go to the gym. I could be more. I could have a better yeah, body. I, I could be more svelte, but I can't be hotter. Yeah, I don't think. I, I even if I like looked, if I had uh, Ryan Reynolds's body tomorrow, and I posted that on Instagram, I, I'd what get ten new followers? Yeah, maybe? maybe fifteen. Yeah, I'm not. They're not going to be like, yeah, bring this guy in because he's got good abs. I don't think that's going to happen. But because um, you're, you know, as a dude, if you're a chick, I'm probably that's fine. But as a dude, you got to have like some shit going on. So, yeah. Um, the uh, w- uh, there was an interview with uh, you know Kate Quigley, the comedian. She's on radio. I don't want to. F- That's fine. I've- well, she has a podcast, and she had on no shit uh, on Silicon Valley. You know the Asian guy that lives with T.J. Miller's character. Yeah, that has three lines and fucking three seasons. Yeah, he's on Raya. Yeah, he was on her podcast talking about being on Raya. He got on Raya after Silicon Valley. So you don't have to be stupid famous. Just enough. You know oh, what I mean? Jeez, I've got more credits than that guy. Yeah, but your face isn't on him. Yeah, it's true. It's just my voice. Yeah. So you got to have your face out there. That's fucking horseshit. And you also don't fucking have an Instagram as far as I know. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. So you, so you can't get on Raya either. It's bullshit. Anyway. But yeah, I, I have mean, the, that's, I that have the app is just a... That is... Pretty wild, right? That's what? Yeah, I know. That's amazing. That's a life goal for me now, too. I need to fucking qualify for I this. Know, that's I know I'm married. I don't give a fuck. I, shit. Yeah, I yeah, know. I mean... I need to qualify for this. That's how you get people on the list, you know? <laughs> you know the, the... the What is it? The, the It's the Groucho Marx. I would not be a member of a club that would have me. Is... No, what's the... What, what do they call the list, you know? The, the list of celebrities you're allowed to... Free and clear? Oh, yeah. The top... Yeah, the... the you know, the, the, the hall pass. Yeah, the hall pass list. Uh, all the people on the hall pass list, if they're single, are on Rayo, probably. You know what I mean? I don't know. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because I was wondering that, too. I was like, where are all the famous people online dating? You well, know? no, because I... There's... I mean, I don't know how many. I I suspect a lot of it are just, like, movers and shakers on Instagram, honestly. I, I, I think there's probably mildly famous people. When I went like to... Like, that Asian guy would be a perfect example of somebody who'd be on Rayo. But I don't think, like... And probably some NBA people. Almost certainly NBA sports people in general. Uh, I had, um, but I, I don't think you're gonna. When uh, when the WWE was in town and I took Sydney to their their taping <laughs> at Stable Center, there was a friend of ours who went with, uh, who was sitting next to us during one of the commercial breaks. He was going through his Tinder, and we realized that almost every single female member of the WWE, whether they be like, the ring announcer ladies or the female wrestlers, was on Tinder, and they were all popping up on his Tinder. Hmm. Of course, he swiped yes on all of them, did not get any matches. But, uh, you know. Well, they'd have to be using it at the time, you know what I mean, for him to get, you know, matches. Well, no, I'm saying even down the road. Like, he kept checking, you know. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, <clears throat> like if you, you know, I, like, I check Tinder, like, once a day. And I, I don't even really check Tinder. I check a different app called Who Likes You, which just tells me people who swiped on me. Uh, yeah, your, your cheat code on Tinder. I've, yeah. already, I've already talked about my... Yeah, my moral dilemma with your Tinder cheat code. At any rate, um, <laughs> uh, and that's that's pretty standard. People check it every couple of days or something like that. So it's like, <clears throat> you know, uh, if if one of them checked it before they got to the arena, you know, and then three days later checked it, you know what I mean? They'd have to still be in the vicinity of where. Yeah, no. If they is. if they left and if they left the city, then it's all you know. Yeah, it's probably not going to show up anymore. I mean, that's why the Who Likes You app is great, because when I'm on the road, 
uh, when I get home, there's a whole bunch of ones from another city that aren't going to show up on Tinder, but they're in the Who Likes You app. So I'm uh, like, uh. next time I go there, <laughs> good to know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good day, sir. Yeah, I shall leer on you at another time, madam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that about covers it. We'll try to be better about this, but I'm lying to you. <laughs> and uh, lies. In the meantime, if you have anything you want to uh, want us to talk about or whatever, uh, hop, hop on the old Riffopolis and uh, let us know. Send a message over. I check them religiously, and I will tell Alex about them because he doesn't know what email is. Is that that digital thing? <laughs> <laughs>